All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Deadly storms hammer Alabama and Georgia. We have the story. Lisa Marie Presley has died. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. Man arrested in Wichita suspected of child sex crimes. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. We are cloudy and cold across Wichita this morning. What can we expect for the rest of today and our weekend? Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. A deadly, destructive series of storms, including several tornadoes, slammed the south. At least six people are dead in Alabama after a tornado swept through the central part of the state. In the historic city of Selma, the wind gusts downed trees, ripped roofs off of homes, and damaged businesses. Similar devastation also seen further northwest in Greensboro and Hale County, where survivors say they're lucky to be alive as they prepare to pick up the pieces. Meanwhile, pockets of North Georgia were also lashed by a strong storm system, killing at least one person. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. The only daughter of rock and roll legend Elvis Presley has died. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer reports. Her mother Priscilla Presley releasing this statement to People magazine. It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. Thank you for the love and prayers. At this time, there will be no further comment. Lisa Marie, the only child of Elvis Presley, died Thursday after being rushed to the hospital earlier in the day. L.A. County first responders were called to Presley's Calabasas home just before 11 a.m. for a woman in full cardiac arrest and unresponsive. Paramedics arrived six minutes later and performed CPR, regaining signs of life and then taking her to a nearby hospital. Lisa Marie Presley was 54. One person is dead, another seriously injured in a crash in Butler County Thursday evening at K254 in Butler Road. Butler County Sheriff's Office says a car traveling southbound and a truck traveling westbound collided. A passenger in the car was airlifted to a Wichita hospital in critical condition. Driver of that car died at an area hospital. The driver of the truck was not seriously injured. A man has been arrested, accused of child sex crimes. 43-year-old Damian Henderson was booked into the Cedric County Jail on suspicion of three counts of aggravated criminal solicitation of a child. Wednesday evening, officers were flagged down at an intersection in southeast Wichita near 31st Street South and Hillside by a family member who said that three girls ages 7 to 13 were solicited by Henderson. He fled before officers arrived. None of the girls were physically injured. Henderson was found a short time later near 31st and K-15 and was arrested without incident. The case will now be presented to the district attorney's office. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Complaints of trash created by homeless camps along the Arkansas River near downtown Wichita have been increasing. City officials say when they receive a complaint, the city puts out a 72-hour notice. 
in an attempt to connect the homeless with services. After the notice expires, crews are sent out to clean up the area. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says they want the homeless to get the services they need. Uh, we have been working diligently the last few months to come up with a plan uh, to not only work alongside our, our partners uh, who are working this, uh, this space, but also to figure out how we can uh, uh, also have a more purposeful, effective role in this space. City crews are equipped with information sheets they hand out that show where services are located. Questions continue about the classified documents in President Biden's possession. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. Biden now faces the prospect of increasingly intense legal scrutiny, to say nothing of possibly months of bad headlines, thanks to a slow drip of discoveries of classified materials stored at his private home in Delaware and in his private office here in the nation's capital. And there have already been three such discoveries, and there could be others yet to come. And unlike the wall-to-wall coverage of the raid of Mar-a-Lago, White House lawyers claim the president's homes in Wilmington and Rehoboth were searched after the discovery. And if that weren't bad enough, things just got worse because the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, has now appointed a special counsel to look into the matter, which means a thorough probe of documents and records and, of course, interviews. President Biden's attorneys say they're fully cooperating with the National Archives. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. And we are just about five minutes away from our weekly visit live with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. A new report indicates cancer deaths have declined in the U.S. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 808. Eight minutes past eight o'clock. Congress is vowing to get to the bottom of many flight cancellations over the last few weeks. A perplexed Congress after a cascade of air travel snafus. The most recent, the first complete airline ground stop since 9-11, thanks to crashing computers. Flight cancellations are double what they were five years ago. Delayed flights the highest since 2018, even though the industry scored nearly $79 billion in COVID cash. President Biden nominated Philip Washington to run the FAA, renominated him last week. Washington has an abbreviated aviation resume. He faces scrutiny in a public corruption probe. Lawmakers may blame the FAA and the airlines for the debacle, but air travel advocates say Congress bears some responsibility, greenlighting mergers like U.S. Airways and United, Northwest and Delta. Fox's Chad Peregrim reporting from Capitol Hill. A new report indicating cancer deaths on the decline in the United States. Nearly 4 million cancer deaths have been averted over the past two decades, according to a new report from the American Cancer Society. The organization's annual report indicates overall cancer mortality has dropped 33 percent since 1991. The group credits changes in cancer prevention and screening for the higher survival rate. The report cites a 65 percent reduction in cervical cancer rates in women following the introduction of the human papillomavirus vaccine. The society is projecting nearly 2 million new cancer cases and more than 600,000 cancer deaths this year. Rich Dennison, Fox News. Not every high school graduate goes to a traditional college. Where can you go for advanced technical education? Sherry Utesh is president of WSU Tech with more than 9,000 students learning and training in many technical fields. KNSS News asked Utesh about the biggest challenges WSU Tech faces. How do we not only 
find new and creative ways and innovative ways of bringing people um, into post-secondary, but how do we also physically move people into our city and into our community of South Central Kansas? Sherry Utash is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 on KNSS. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly's office says she plans to return to work today at the State House after learning that a COVID-19 test earlier in the week gave her a false positive result. The governor's been working in self-isolation at the governor's residence since the false positive Tuesday. Her office announced that she had tested positive for COVID-19, and then she postponed the annual State of the State address from Wednesday and moving it to January 24th. KNSS News Time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic uh, this morning here in the Wichita area. Taking a quick look at the gasoline prices. Those gasoline prices, for the most part, here in Wichita, still two ninety nine a gallon. I have spotted some better ones out there, two ninety four, twenty uh, first Street North and one hundred twenty seventh East, and uh, several stations at Andover have that two ninety four price as well. Traffic update ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a cloudy sky across Wichita and south central Kansas, we'll have a gradual clearing sky with some sunshine. Our high 42 later on today. Clear and cold tonight, shallow 29. Then mostly sunny and breezy on Saturday with a high 55, 60 on Sunday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now we have a few clouds, 23 degrees and a north, a north wind that is at 6 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Uh, yesterday's high, Ted, 41 degrees. That uh, brief, uh, what would you call that? Not even much of a rainstorm that came through early in the day? Well, overnight last night, yeah. dusting of snow. Just a little dusting went on. Enough to, there was enough, there was ice on my windshield when I went out of the building that morning, yesterday morning. There was none when I came in, but it, <laughs> Nah, a little scraping got it off in a hurry, so uh, things are pretty good. Uh, looks like we're going to warm up this weekend, as you heard. Saturday should be a yeah, fifties nice tomorrow, sixties and Sunday. Hello, and then I if, like that. You know, and for a lot of people, you got a three day weekend coming up. Martin Luther King Day, yeah, coming up federal on holiday on Monday. Federal holiday, so just keep that in mind if you're looking for something in the mail. There won't be any mail that day, and some of the offices will be closed. Many of the government offices will be closed. All right, 8.13 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Let's see, what else is going on? Okay, this is the uh, 13th, uh, Friday the 13th. And uh, it was on this date in 2021 that President Donald Trump was impeached by the U.S. House over the violent January 6th siege of the Capitol, becoming only the only president to be twice impeached. Ten Republicans joined Democrats in voting to impeach Trump on a charge of incitement of insurrection. Trump would again be acquitted by the Senate in a vote after his term was over. So that was on this date in 2021. Okay, fat tax filing season's coming up. Oh yeah, for that time of year. About that, because you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be late or not filed. So that'd be disastrous. But uh, this uh, year it's going to be on the, the filing date is April 18th. Uh, usually the 15th is traditionally when it is, but it's going to that falls on a weekend. And the District of Columbia's Emancipation Day holiday falls on April 17th. So it's going to be on April 18th. Mm, so okay. dig out your receipts. Hope you've been shaving, saving your receipts all year to 
all the big expenses, Ted, that you've incurred. I know. I'm, uh, I don't know. You don't spend any money. You don't have any receipts. I know that much. Eight fourteen here, Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Kansas City Chiefs have a bye, but that doesn't mean we're going to give Mitch a bye today, right? Of course not. We always <laughs> chat with the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, every Friday morning during the season. So on this Friday morning, we say good, good morning, morning, Mitch. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning, Theodore. And big shout-out to the folks in American Ag Credit uh, and all that they do, agloan.com. 800-800-4865, but I got to tell you, too, and when Greg Reno was with American Ag Credit, he ate here. I'm giving you a live remote this morning from Jiffy Burger in Smith Center, Kansas. <laughs> it's not open. I'm just sitting outside. I'm outside in the parking lot. It doesn't open until 11, but I'll wait here till then. Uh, anyway, boys, I just had to give you a live remote. Hey, hey if you're in the area, come join us uh, in Smith Center at Jiffy Burger. <laughs> really? Oh, that sounds so Man, good. That's exciting, huh? What street is it's what really street good. is it on there? If I have to come up there, you I have to find it. Do I use my GPS to find it or just it's... it won't be long because Ted can fill you in. It's located on Roger Barda Way. Okay. It's a street named after the legendary football coach. It is within eyeshot. I'm looking at the Sacred Acre Hubbard Stadium. Home of uh, Smith Center and the Big Red, uh, so Jiffy Burgers your perfect tailgating location, and uh, so it's only what five or six months till the next game. So I'll just stay here, have a hamburger, and wait for the opening game. I think they're home openers against Norton, so I'll just wait. <laughs> the, of course, the the waiting is what the Chiefs are doing, waiting until next weekend yeah. to play a, a playoff game. As so, uh, everybody else in the conference has to has to battle it out this weekend to see who advances. I have given the analogy, uh, Ted and Steve, to a marathon runner. we got many listening to us, maybe even Dr. Maharas of our Sedgwick County physicians who listen to the segment all the time. But it's almost like you have run, of the 26-mile race, you've run 23 miles, and then you get to pull off the race and everybody else keeps going, and then you get to rest, and then a drone takes you three miles ahead and drops you in front of everybody so you can sprint to the finish. That's what this feels like to get the bye week for both the Eagles and the Chiefs. But for the Chiefs in specific, to get the physical rest, that's obvious. But for this younger team, it's a younger team now. We're the fifth youngest team in the league. To back up mentally and emotionally and just back up. And then the other product is, as you mentioned, let the Battle of Falkirk happen on uh, Braveheart. (laughs) <laughs> and let half the field to be eliminated, and you're just watching it happen, and then you can jump in after they get started. During the interim here, uh, what's the practice schedule look like for the Chiefs if they're going to practice? And will they be one of those things where the coaches will maybe throw in a, a new trick play or something, a new wrinkle? These guys are full of trick plays. I mean, they've yeah. got – look at what we ran. We ran the uh, the out of the reindeer formation, <laughs> the Arctic Circle, a.k.a. the snow globe. Yeah. Uh, and within the Chiefs' kingdom, they go, that's awesome. I mean, the Chiefs' kingdom show on your air on every Monday night, we do live from a high V location. And the crowd there, we probably had 100 people there. They do it. They set it up. They get in the circle and they run the pl- – I mean, it's now outside of the Chiefs' kingdom. They think it's stupid. Right, Quinn Miners of the Broncos is like, I hate that. That was awful. I got um, so there's all kinds of trick plays. There's probably about 300 of them uh, ready to run. 
for coach, it's a blend of yeah, they're gonna pra- they're gonna practice some here at the end of the week. But he gave them he goes get away, get away, treat it like a a buy several days. I want you to get refreshed and and like for Travis Kelsey, he needed this physically. Get away, and then when we come back, we'll start to slowly get ready to go here uh, toward the end of the weekend, and then you figure out who you're gonna get by the time you know Monday night's an NFC game, so AFC will know. Um, on by Sunday night who we're playing. Yeah, one of four opponents await, and like you said, we'll know by the end of Sunday yep. night how uh, how the scenario will shake out for next weekend. Yeah, it's just so big to get this by. And guys, last week, you know, I was on with you Friday morning, and we were I was headed to the plane right after that to fly to Las Vegas. It was such, and I think I told this to you, it was such an emotional week. Uh, the DeMar Hamlin at the front, we get we get pushed ahead a day. This is like telling you tom- tomorrow or, or Monday your show's going to be starting at four. Well, wait a minute. I don't. Yeah, that's just do it. You're just going to do it. It was such an intense emotional week that I was thinking, and there's so much on the line with this game. We need this by that. I didn't know what would happen, and the Raiders were hot after their game against the 49ers. And I walked into to Allegiant Stadium and I do uh, shows live from on the field. And I just had, I was kind of overcome with emotion. And it was just, it was a strange feeling of like, man, what a week. And there's a lot on this game and how will our guys play. But to win that game, to play uh, that well for this Chiefs team and to get this by was a big deal. Now we'll see how it plays out. But man, this by was needed. It's, it's been a long, hard climb to 14 and three for this team. And they get the extra week to uh, to plunge into things. So that's uh, that's you take that advantage when you get it. Hey, is is there... Andy, Andy Reid after a bye? We know that story. Well, yeah, I mean he's he's legendary. He's got the best record of any NFL coach after a bye, and so that changes a bit in the playoffs. But um, he still, if he, he we'll get into this next week. But if he wins this next playoff game, he's second in NFL history behind only Bill Belichick, and he'll be tied with, oh, Tom Landry at 20 playoff wins. So, <laughs> Coach, will be he'll be ready in a lot of those trick plays that <laughs> That's he wants. awesome. I visited Tom Landry in oh, yeah. Clark Hunt's grave last summer, or Lamar Hunt's grave last Did summer. Did you? Yeah. How about that? That's pretty awesome uh, that you did that. I mean, the fact that you would do that and – that's just very Teddish. <laughs> yeah, that's is. Ted. <laughs> I and, and now, hey, Ted. is 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 there is there an Eddie Plop update? I don't want yeah. to do the intro if there's not one. Oh, oh no, sure. The, oh, okay, stop it. That's what I thought. <laughs> sure an Eddie Plop update. That's he what did, I thought. He did take a bye on that. Oh, oh, and, and I'm going to set it. I'm going to. Okay, I, I got two favorite stats with Patrick Mahomes. You guys realize then? I think I brought this up last week. But he tied a record that stood to Y.A. Tittle of 1963 in touchdown passes in a single season for running backs or tight ends. 28 of them. 28 touchdown passes by Mahomes to either running backs or tight ends. That record stood since 1963 in Y.A. Tittle. (laughs) The GIF, Frank Gifford. Gifford. uh, Alex Webster. uh, It was Hugh McElhaney. I went back and looked these guys up. But, uh, yeah, Y.A. Tittle, the bald-headed one. 
So, all right, that sets up the Eddie Plopper report. All right, so here's the big intro. Mitch, while you're on the line with us, we must ask you, how does this bye week heading into the playoffs for the Chiefs somehow relate to Wichita State Shocker football as part of our Eddie Plopper, Plopper. Kansas City Chiefs Jiffy Jiffy Burger parking lot update? Yeah. (laughs) All right, take take your forehand or take your inside of your hand, slap it against your forehead. This is really, really obvious. I think there was only one quarterback – of Wichita State football history that ever played in an NFL playoff game. And it was Tom Owen. Tom Owen, okay. He appeared appeared for New England uh, against Houston in a playoff game, I believe, in 1978. Now, he was part of a Super Bowl championship team with the 49ers, but he didn't appear that year. He's backup. Tom Owen in 1973 did something in some of the greater moments in Shocker football history. He rallied the Shockers from down 12 to nothing with two touchdowns in the last 47 seconds of the game to win 14 to 12 and didn't start the game. Now, he was at a KC High Turner, uh, Turner High School in Kansas City. And, but anyway, this is 1973. He rallies them for a victory, and he had two touchdown passes to Steve Baker. You remember Steve Baker? Steve Baker. So it leads – Steve Baker, it leads me to a point, and Steve will know this probably. We're thinking 1973, Tom Owen, who are Fred Speck, Jim Fenwick, Steve Baker, and the mighty might, 5'9", Phil Benning from Topeka. Who are they? The four horsemen of the shocker, I don't know. They They were all running backs and tight ends who caught touchdown passes from Tom Owen. There you go. 75% 75 of Tom Owen's touchdown passes in 1973 were to either running backs or tight ends. He's 40 years ahead of his time. He was. (laughs) And that shocker offensive, I don't think it was still Bob Seaman, was way ahead of his time. But 47 seconds and two touchdowns, he he gets one to Baker. Uh, onside kick by Shane Cordell. Late would be uh, uh, later would be famous for the Little River High School football days of coaching. Uh, onside kick recovered by the Shocks. Tom Owen trots on the field. It's Steve Baker again for the winning touchdown to beat Arkansas State. And uh, all touchdowns are running backs and tight ends. Wow. You know you don't always have to have about wide receivers. Use them all, baby. Use everything you got. Five you guys go. are eligible every play. Use them all. You know what, Mitch? I made my first ever visit to uh, Stewart Fieldhouse last weekend at Southwestern <laughs> College. Did you feel the sacredness of it? It's like walking into a cathedral, is it not? Yes, I love that place. It's awesome. You know, my son played four years there, and so my daughter played two. Um, but my that playing floor, uh, is my son goes, it's the best playing for I ever, ever played on at any level. I goes, it's, it's so good. Their alums have done an awesome job. <clears throat> they say, we're not going to tear this place down ever, but we'll renovate it. And they, that's a great playing surface. And then just Bog Allen lost there. He lost there in like 1937 <laughs> or something. He got whipped by seven, never went back. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, yes, it's, uh, it's, so for the KU aficionados or K-State fans, remember Hearn Fieldhouse. Um, it's very much like that in a mini version. But 1924, I believe it was built and still yep. used. Yep. And that place gets loud. It gets loud in there because of the sound. 
just kind of reverberates around that old place. But it's pretty cool. It's worth a stop if you're just driving around and going, yeah, we'll drive down there and see it. Don't you think it's worth just, wow, look at this place. Yeah, it was on my bucket list. I was glad to make the pilgrimage last weekend. Mitch, Did you Mitch. find the cat? The, did you find the cat? The black cat yeah, lives there. Jinx the cat, yeah. The black yeah. cat lives in the field. I, I saw Jinx the, the, I saw the little cat there. bowl and the cat food in the water, but I didn't see the cat. Ugh. Oh! Well, then he or she was hiding up in the rafters. My daughter would go in the morning before class and shoot, and, and Jinx would bring down a bat out of the rafters and say, hey, you want this for breakfast? And just look and look at her like, hey, look what I caught. So, yeah, Jinx the Cat, man, that's awesome. All right, Mitch, enjoy your weekend off, and we'll talk to you a week from today. All right, thank you, boys. As always, thank, thank you, you, Mitch. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Theodore. And uh, Mitch will be there when the doors open to Jiffy Burger in, in two and a half hours. All right, our chats on Friday with Mitch, brought to you by American Ag Credit and by South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Yeah, Jad, what do you got there? Uh, real quick before we go, I do have a traffic update. Uh, Sedgwick County Dispatch telling all drivers to avoid northbound I-135. There's an accident south of Harry between there and Pawnee, so avoid the area northbound on I-135. Coming uh, up between Harry and Pawnee. Coming up the Hannity Morning Minute. Questions need to be answered. That's on the way. Stephen's Head of the Morning on KNSS. Nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward here at KNSS. 23 degrees now. Three people were injured when an SUV crashed into a restaurant in East Wichita. It happened just before noon Thursday at Thai Cuisine on Greenwich, just north of Kellogg. Police say the driver had been backing up and moving forward in the parking lot, hitting two parked vehicles before driving into the building. Investigators say the 77-year-old driver may have suffered from a medical condition. A 72-year-old man and a 61-year-old man in the restaurant were injured by debris, one of them taken to a hospital. The Kansas governor's office releasing the budget plans for the new year. A major part involves eliminating the state sales tax on groceries by this coming April. Last year, lawmakers negotiated a, passing a gradual reduction of the tax. State Representative Jason Probst, a Democrat from Hutchinson, says lawmakers seem to be in agreement on the tax now. I think it absolutely can be done. It could have been done last year, but it got bound up in uh, election year politics. But there's no reason we shouldn't accelerate that and get that done right away. Other parts of the plan include eliminating the tax on diapers and feminine hygiene products and cutting taxes on Social Security. The suspect charged with killing four Idaho college students returned to a courtroom on Thursday. Fox's Lauren Green reports. In his second court appearance in a week, Idaho murder suspect Brian Kohlberger and his attorney began legal maneuvering in his case. First, waiving his right to a speedy preliminary hearing. His attorney also says Kohlberger will challenge the evidence against him, which continues to grow. Evidence shows Kohlberger could have been stalking the home. According to court documents, his cell phone pinged near the house at least 12 times before the murders and once the morning after. A knife sheath next to one victim's body had Kohlberger's DNA on it. And according to documents, one of the surviving housemates, known only by the initials DM, could testify in the case. Goldberger faces four counts of first-degree murder plus a burglary charge. KNSS News Time now, 837. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And Good morning. It's a chilly start to the day here in Wichita with cloud cover likely sticking around for a while. We'll have some clearing this afternoon with a high 42. 
Mostly clear overnight, Tarlow 29, and then sunny and breezy on Saturday with a high 55. We may reach 60 on Sunday afternoon. I'm KNSS Meteorologist and Holiday. Now a few clouds, 23 degrees. Even 10 in the morning here on KNSS, it's that time of the day. Entertainment news, the blur with Ted Woodward, Ted. The only child of Elvis Presley, Lisa Marie, has died. Lisa Marie Presley was just nine when her father died eventually becoming the sole heir to Graceland and her father's estate. In the early 2000s, she began a recording career of her own, eventually releasing three albums, the first of which went gold. She also released several singles over the years where she sang duets with her father's recordings, including this version of In the Ghetto, issued in 2007. Presley was married four times, including a highly publicized union with Michael Jackson in 1994, which lasted less than two years. She also married actor Nicolas Cage in 2002, but that marriage lasted just three and a half months. Presley had four children, but lost her son Benjamin to suicide in 2020. Lisa Marie Presley was 54 years old. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. And a veteran stage and film performer has died. Actress Carol Cook has died. She was 98 years old. Cook working alongside Molly Ringwald playing Grandma Helen in the 1984 hit film 16 Candles. Oh, come on, Helen. Oh, Sam, let me look at you. Also appearing on Broadway, and she was taken under the wing of TV icon Lucille Ball, whom Cook credited with giving her her big break working alongside Ball on several episodes of The Lucy Show from 1963 to 1968. A rep for Cook says she died of heart failure in Beverly Hills, California, just days shy of her 99th birthday. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Well, she was a grandmother in 16 candles that had the cigarette ash <laughs> at about three inches long. Mm-hmm. Great. That was yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actor Kevin Spacey, his case now in a court in London. Kevin Spacey faces seven charges relating to one male complainant over incidents alleged to have taken place between 2001 and 2004. Three counts of indecent assault, three of sexual assault and one count of causing a person to engage in sexual activity without consent. This in addition to five other sex offences to which the star pleaded not guilty last July. Despite his legal troubles, Spacey will on Monday make his first voluntary public appearance for five years. He'll be honoured by Italy's National Cinema Museum in Turin. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The mother of a Jeffrey Dahmer victim shares her outrage. She was not happy with a speech made at the Golden Globe Awards. Actor Evan Peters facing backlash for not acknowledging Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, accepting the Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Limited or Anthology series, playing the serial killer in Netflix's Dahmer Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story. Shirley Hughes, whose son Tony was killed by Dahmer, tells TMZ, There's a lot of sick people around the world, and people winning acting roles from playing killers keeps the obsession going, and this makes sick people thrive on the fame. Also scoffing at Peter's hope that good will come from the show, Dahmer convicted of killing 17 people between 1978 and his imprisonment in 1991. The controversial show, one of Netflix's most popular, with over 196 million viewing hours in its first week. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. 
famous dolls getting a makeover. Mattel's launched a new version of Barbie to appeal to kids as young as three. My First Barbie, which made her debut Thursday, is two inches taller than her traditional counterpart, with a larger waist and flesh-toned undergarment permanently attached. Her fashion sense may also be more appealing to younger kids, with playful heart star and flower designs on jammies and preschool-friendly dresses. To make handling easier, her accessories are bigger, her hair extra long, and Fingers and thumb are connected. A live-action Barbie film starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling is expected to hit theaters in July. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Heading into the weekend, let's get a box office preview. I'm Kristen Goodwin. Tom Hanks plays a cranky man named Otto Anderson in the Sony comedy A Man Called Otto. I brought you some food. Okay, bye. Are you always this unfriendly? I am not unfriendly. Okay, you're like a warm cuddle. The Oscar winner's 27-year-old son, Truman, plays the younger version of his father's character in his debut acting role. Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter star in Plane. We're getting off this island. The Lionsgate action thriller follows an airline pilot caught in a war zone after crash landing during a storm. Why'd they lock you up? No one cares what really happened. But they say redemption can be found in the most unusual places. Who works with an accused murderer to protect passengers from violence. That's Fox on Film on Fox News. Great screenwriter, funny guy, Norman Panama. He passed away 20 years ago on this day. Did the, did the screenplay for Mr. Blandings Builds His Dream House? White Christmas? Court Jester with Danny Kaye? Norman Panama was a writer for Milton Berle, for Bob Hope, for Groucho Marx. Got an Oscar nomination for the movie Road to Utopia with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Little Abner, pretty good screenwriter, man. Must have been a pretty funny guy if all those guys hired him. Wow. The great screenwriter Norman Panama. He passed away 20 years ago today at the age of 88. Let's hit the late night crew. The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. I heard the subway might be sold for more than $10 billion. Yeah, the sale could be done in a few months or a little longer if they want their subway toasted. And, of course, uh, President Biden and classified documents was juicy fodder for the late-night folks. Uh, The Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS. The White House confirmed this morning that the second batch of Obama-era classified documents found in President Biden's possession were discovered in the garage of his Delaware home. Yeah? You've heard of Mar-a-Lago. This is Car-a-Lago. Late night with Seth Meyers, NBC. The White House announced today that President Biden's aides found classified documents at several locations inside his Delaware home, and he's had them for a while because a lot of them have to do with the Louisiana Purchase. In the late show with Stephen Colbert, CBS. Last night we learned that Biden aides have found a second batch of classified documents at a new location. No! Say it ain't so, Joe. What do you do? I know your retirement age. Are you starting a collection? <laughs> They're classified documents, not spoons from the Delaware Train Museum. <laughs> Find another fun thing. And a happy birthday today to actress Frances Sternhagen. Who is Frances Sternhagen? Oh, you got me. I don't know. She's probably best known as Cliff Clavin's mom 
on Cheers. Great actress. Had a long career. Multiple Emmy Award nominations, including two in that role on Cheers. She won two Tony Awards, did a lot of Broadway work. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday to Frances Sternhagen, Cliff Clavin's mom. She is 93 today. That's entertainment news in the blur with Stephen Ted. All right, Ted. Uh, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Indications that a Wichita barbecue restaurant with two locations has closed. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS 850 now here on this Friday morning. Three big things. Three. One person dead, two injured after a car truck crash in Butler County. Two. Elvis Presley's daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, dies of apparent heart attack at age 54. One. Deadly storms hammer Alabama and Georgia, at least seven dead. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. You want to continue to avoid northbound I-135 between Bonnie and Harry. We've got a traffic accident there. Uh, they've got... A lane blocked, at least one lane blocked there. You you can get through, but probably best just to avoid it again. Northbound I-135 from Pawnee to Harry. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 43 degrees. Mostly clear and cool tonight. The overnight low 27. Saturday mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high 54 degrees. Now a few clouds. North wind at 6 miles per hour and 23 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, several times voted one of the best bourbon bars in America. 
Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. 851 Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS and taking a look at uh, Wall Street. The stock market this morning, S&P 500 trading down 26 points. The Dow is down 109 points and NASDAQ is down 56 points. And a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. A leading executive at one of Wichita's largest banks is the new United Way of the Plains board chair. That's a local nonprofit announced that. The organization said Equity Bank President Craig Anderson has been elected as the 2023 chair for United Way of the Plains. Also named six new directors. Anderson has served on the board of directors for Mile High United Way in Denver and United Way of Greater Kansas City. Also had leadership roles at United Way of the Plains. As as of early Thursday, there were indications the Angry Elephant, a barbecue restaurant with two Wichita locations, had closed its doors. Wednesday, a post on the popular Wichita Facebook group, Wichita Food and, Boo- and Booze, mentioned that the restaurant at 111 East 47th Street South and the West Side location at 756 North Tyler Road had shut down. Another post speaking to the possible closures sparked conversation Thursday morning. Several calls made by the Wichita Business Journal to the listed phone number for the Southside location went unanswered over the last 24 hours, and the phone number for the North Tyler restaurant was no longer in service when a reporter attempted to call multiple times. So every indication that the angry elephant has gone to the elephant graveyard. It's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Ted, the uh, a Boeing 737 MAX 8 took off in China. For the first time since the government grounded all 737 MAX 8 planes in 2019. Yeah, it's been a while. According to the uh, flight tracking website, Flight Radar 24, in March of 2019, Chinese aviation authorities instructed airlines in the country to ground all their Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircraft, citing the need for strict control of safety risks. The decision followed two 737 MAX crashes in Ethiopia in 2019 and Indonesia in 2018. Now, Spirit Aero Systems here in Wichita, Wichita builds around 70% of the structure on the MAX here in Wichita, including the full fuselage. Yep, so, yep. some good news. It's back in the air in, in China. China. Big, huge market for let's, Boeing. Let's see here. Today is National Rubber Ducky Day. Um, do you remember a little fellow on Sesame Street named Ernie? It was Bert and Ernie, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Ernie had the song, Rubber Ducky, You're the One. Great, catchy song. Yeah. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Sang, uh, yeah. sang uh, Ernie. The Rubber Ducky first appeared in the 1800s when rubber manufacturing began. And the duck oh. was then made out of plastic and vinyl during both world wars as rubber was scarce. Rubber Ducky. Rubber Ducky Day. You ever had a rubber ducky? I don't think I ever did. No. I never had any bath toys at all. We were lucky to have water. Mm. Uh, we had froggy. You had oh, a, there's you always a, froggy. Froggy. You had a froggy. Really? A froggy, yeah. Bath toys. I, of course, when, I, when my grandkids came along, they had to have bath toys because we'd take, come over to Grandma's house and Grandpa's house and have a bubble bath. That was a highlight. See? Oh, now there's. And now you're so you had all kinds of toys in there. We almost didn't have enough room in the bathroom to keep all the, <laughs> the bath toys in there. But uh, I'm not the one to take a bath. I mean, a shower is good for me uh, because I don't like to sit in my own filthy water. Uh, okay. Other people disagree oh, with that. Valid. Yeah. My wife loves to take a bath. 
I don't it can know. be luxurious at times. She doesn't have a rubber ducky. Hot bath. Mm, a hot bath. All right. Uh, Stephen's head in the morning here. And uh, see, coming up, we've got the uh, Glenn Beck program yes. on the way this morning. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. He'll be here with the news of the day yeah, on the yeah. Glenn Beck program. Nine o'clock this morning, top of the hour news. We're going to tell you about deadly storms that have hammered Alabama and Georgia. At least seven people dead. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Martin Luther King Day coming up Monday. We will be on the air with Stephen Ted Monday morning right here on KNSS. Get with. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.